0: Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. Today we're in Revelation 3 where Jesus is um, giving his insights to the various churches still and um, so we'll begin that but before we start reading let's go ahead and open with a word of prayer. Father God thank you for this day. Thank you for all that you've done. I'm grateful for the way you love us, for the grace you've bestowed upon me. It's truly undeserved. And I'm just grateful that you that you love me and you've thought about me when you were dying on the cross. And you were willing to go through that to save me and to have relationship with me. I thank you for your Holy Spirit who has guided us and guided me. I thank you for your mercy. And I'm just grateful for the way you live in my life. And I thank you for these words that are read here in your Bible. I just pray you would open our hearts. Give us understanding for the parts that you want us to know. Give us understanding of the meanings for the parts that are important. And I just pray that you would help us act on those actions that you want us to take. I'm grateful and I'm appreciative and I love you for what you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. So this morning was one of those days where it was just hard to get going with the uh, putting the kingdom first. I got distracted. And then when it came time for prayers, it was just hard to pray. I didn't know what to do. I didn't really know what to say, you know. So it was, it was one of those things where I then just put into place, I just practiced or tried to practice the fact that we've been reading and it says that that the Holy Spirit actually prays with us, for us. And on our behalf, so I started praying for his insight and for his words and then it it improved, but it was just one of those mornings where I got distracted with emails, I got distracted with the news, and my morning really you know I got diverted from you know matthew six thirty three put first the kingdom of of God, and um I'll tell you then definitely not everything fell into place, but once I started praying and asking for gu- the Holy Spirit to guide me, it really did help. So I just want to share that with you and, uh, you know, give you that encouragement. Anyway, so we're in chapter three of our, of revelation and, uh, it, we're going to be reading about the, the church, the various churches, um, Sardis, Philadelphia, Laodicea, and, um, I will come like a thief and you will not know at what time I will come for you. So there's a church that's obviously got a lot of pretense, a lot of outward demonstrations. It's very, but it's fake. And to me, that just reminds me of a lot of our current world, very fake, very nice exteriors, but the inside is just broken. And so I look at myself on that, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, am I one of those people? That's something I always have to look at. Whenever I read this part of, of Revela- Revelation, I always think of this. Verse 4, Yet you have a few people in Sardis who have not soiled their, their clothes. They will walk with me dressed in white, for they are worthy. The one who is victorious will, like them, be dressed in white. I will never blot out the name of that person from the book of life, but will acknowledge that name before my Father and his angels. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the church of Phil- in Philadelphia write, These are the words of him who is holy and true, who holds the key of David. What he opens, no one can shut, and what he shuts, no one can open. I know your deeds. See? I have placed before you an open door that no one can shut. I know that you have little strength, yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. I will make those who are of the synagogue synagogue of Satan, who claim to be Jews, though they are not, but are liars, I will make them come and fall down at your feet and acknowledge that I have loved you. Since you have kept my command to endure patiently, I will also keep you from the hour of trial that is going to come to the, on the whole world to test the inhabitants of the earth. I am coming soon onto what you have, hold on to what you have so that no one will take your crown. The one who is victorious, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God. Never again will they leave it. I will write on them the name of my God and the name of the city of my, of my God, the new Jerusalem, which is coming down out of heaven from God. And I will also write on them my new name, Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches." So a number of these, a number of the commentaries use this to talk about how, you know, again, back to, I am the beginning, I am the end. And what God creates, what, he, what doors He opens, no one can shut. So whatever opportunities are there, He He is in control, is ultimately it. When He says, that I have opened a door and or i have shut a door he makes the decisions he's in control so verse 14 to the angel of the church of laodicea write these are the words of the amen the faithful and true witness the ruler of god's creation i know your deeds that you are neither cold nor hot i wish you were either one or the other so because you are lukewarm neither hot nor cold I am about to spit you out of my mouth. You say, I am rich. I have acquired wealth and do not need a thing. But you do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire, so you can become rich, and white clothes to wear, so you can cover your shameful nakedness, and solve to put on your eyes, so you can see. So, this is the old saying, you know, the, the king has no clothes, you know, the invisible clothes that were made and all that good stuff. These people think that they're rich, but they're just looking at the wrong things. Maybe they're relying upon, if you've been with me from in Isaiah where Israel relied upon Egypt, maybe they're, you know, they're relying on their Egypt, which is their, their wealth and not seeing how really unhappy and wretched they are. there's still time for them to repent. There's always time for you to repent until you're dead. and But if they repent, then they have the right and the opportunity, not the right, the opportunity and the privilege to sit with Jesus, just like he sat with the Father. So even though we may be wrapped up in stuff and not recognize our current state of affairs, there's always time. The Father is gracious and There's time and there's the opportunity to move back to him, which is great for me because I needed to repent and I needed to restart my journey back to him. And that's what we're doing now. That's what I'm doing now. And I just pray that you would enjoy this, that you would learn from it. And let me go ahead and just close this out in prayer. Father, thank you for this time. Thank you for your words and thank you for your spirit guiding us. I pray that as we hear these things, that you'd be honored and glorified, our hearts and our minds would be open to you, and we would understand that it's your words, and that we need to move in certain directions to bring you honor and glory. I just pray that as we hear this, we act, and as we act, would be mindful and grateful to you. For the grace that you've given us, I thank you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for joining me at Just a Guy and his journey back to God, and I hope you have a great day.